Let's go! Drop the mic and walk away. I'm not walking away. Oh. And then you're gonna talk down on me like I'm supposed to approach you about a situation I didn't even know about? I thought we were supposed to be cool. Wax. You might want to get some tickets from us so you can have better seats. You broke up that fight that last time? You I threw your back out. Well, Hensha's not on Hennessy today. I think you're trying to act as though you're something that you're not. What am I? The official WAGS podcast. Welcome to Clapback. I'm your host, Drew Perforni, and this is the one place where cast and crew get a chance to tell you what really went down on camera and behind the scenes. Today on the show from WAGS Miami, the one and only Darnell Nicole is stopping by. She just watched the season two premiere along with all of the rest of us, and I have a ton of questions for her. So stick around for that. Plus, I pulled a few of my favorite Hencha clips for a game of what she's saying. You know, I love Hencha, and half the fun of talking with her is figuring out what it is she's actually saying. So we made a game out of it. We'll also have the producer roundtable, as we do every week, where we'll give you the inside insight of everything that happened while we were filming. Plus, we'll hear from you in our favorite tweets from the street and your voicemails of unsolicited advice. But first... Last night was the season two premiere of Wags Miami, and we took a poll on Twitter, at ClapbackWags, to find out who you think was our shady lady of the week. So let's get to those results first. Shady lady of the week. Okay, well, the season two premiere had no shortage of shady behavior last night, whether it was Astrid talking smack about Phil and the Falcons at the NFC Championship game, or Claudia declaring she never really came sideways at anyone last season. Really? Nobody? Or maybe Ashley, who probably owns the record for sideways glances. She's really sort of the best at them. So all three women made our poll, but the winner for this week with 64% of the vote, Ashley's soon-to-be mom-in-law, Miss Phyllis, takes the crown for Shady Lady of the Week. That woman can give a clinic in the dark arts of shade. And don't worry, she's definitely going to pop up plenty more this season, so you'll want to stay tuned. I'm telling you, Miss Phyllis could take all these girls with one arm tied behind her back. Scared of you, Miss Phyllis. You're listening to Clapback, the official WAGS podcast. We still got the producer roundtable coming up later in the show, plus your unsolicited advice, the messages you left on our voicemail and our favorite tweets from the street. All of that is coming up in a little bit, but first, it's my interview with Darnell. All right, Darnell, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Juby. Oh my gosh, it's so nice <laughs> to see you outside of the- uh, The whole filming the, process. The whole process. I know. Yeah, this is season two now you've shot. Already. How do you feel about it? I feel good. I mean, I just feel like it accurately just captures like what's going on in my life. Just the good stuff, the chaotic stuff, everything. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear you say that because, you know, there are people who do these shows and they'll say, oh, yeah. that's not exactly how it went down. This is different. But you really feel right. like it did sort of represent you and... Yeah, I mean, all you can really do is just go out there and be yourself. I think when people start having like real problems with what they see, I, I think that it's probably one of the faces that they put on and they're not completely comfortable with it. And that's your own fault. Like, you know, if you go out and you be you, then everything you see is going to be you. What's it like to be on TV, have mm -hmm. people know you? How's that affected you? You know what, really? I, I still, I'm not really paying much attention to it. Um, I know because, you know, I like to look crazy whenever I go out and run errands and that's 
like something that's hilarious because people are like, can I get a picture? And I'm like, sure, girl, I got my Felicia bun going on on top of my head and everything, <laughs> but we can get it going. Um, I think, but it, it, it was very different. Last year was very different for me to just experience everything that I went through, not in secret, but in front of the world. Like Rashad, that stuff is, is, that is obviously in the past. Yeah, absolutely. Do you still see him out? Do you I, still run into him? No, I, I haven't seen him out like around town or anything, but obviously I have to see him when we exchange the munchkin. Oh, and yeah. that's about it. Your little daughter. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and what's that like? Is it weird when you guys? Uh, it is weird just because we're in a super weird place i would love for us to get to a place where we can be like cordial and like friendly and just hey okay you good all right do you need anything and that would be coming from him to me that would be nice um, but you know i i'm i'm not sure if that's gonna ever happen I really don't know yeah it's just a it just is it has a bitter vibe it's to so, it right now it's so crazy because you know you guys were on your way to getting married like yeah, were given, we, but were we, or were we just going to be like lifelong engagement partners? I don't know. Is that really what you think? Is I that think so. I, I, I do. I, I don't think, um, I think maybe one day we would have gotten married, but I don't think that it was his plan to, you know, like, okay, we're engaged and, and we're going to be getting married and within the next two years. I mean, something. do you feel like you guys had a real legitimate love between each other? Um, I, I do. I do. I think there's a lot of pride involved. I think there's a lot of um, control issues, and that probably prohibited it from being something that it could have been. Yeah, that obviously was very yeah. apparent in season one, just like you're trying to live your life, you're right. trying to grow and become right. something more, Yeah. and there wasn't a... Uh, he didn't feel There wasn't a support yeah. behind it, yeah. like behind what I wanted as a dream. It, you know, I think it was just going in the direction of me supporting him and his dream, you know, but everything happens for a reason, which is so cliche, but I've never believed that more. And how are you and Creed doing? We're awesome right now. We love the new place. She loves it. And I'm so thankful for that because, you know, that was like stressing me out. But it's good. Well, I'm really glad that you're here today because we get to ask you all about episode one, which just which, premiered. Yes. Um, we start off, you guys are, are eating chicken wings together and you're having Whoa, a good time. That's your girl, Ashley. Yeah. I mean, yes. like you really, truly love one another. Yeah, definitely. And now she's like heading off on this journey I where know. she's about to get married. Yes. She's trying to plan her wedding. Yes. First of all, do you, how well do you know Miss Phyllis? I, I know Miss Phyllis. I've been around Miss Phyllis for years on many different occasions and she, and Ashley did like after the dinner she called me and she was telling me everything and I just I couldn't picture it like seeing it I'm like Miss Phyllis girl she's hard she's hard on her too hard on her have you seen that before I have but not that hard like she she cracked like jokes whenever I'm around her like rough jokes sometimes or you know like throw the sarcastic darts but I've never seen her like that hard it, it's it's hard to watch that Ashley and Miss Phyllis were friends they in the were. past is that true I mean yeah like they were they were really really close and it's true after Ashley got pregnant after she had the baby it changed dramatically and I, I mean, I can't I can't even figure out, you know, what the real bottom line behind that is. But I see Ashley trying and I know she definitely did go into this really wanting them to be back to where they were. 
at one point during this dinner, Miss Phyllis says to Ashley, because Ashley's like, you know, I was coming home from the ba- with the with the baby. Mm-hmm. The one thing I asked is that yep. you don't make fish. I know, <laughs> you know, apparently Miss Phyllis loves to cook fish, and Phil, I guess it's one of his favorite dishes or whatever. So she oh, made it. No, no, Phil love all <laughs> kinds of stuff. It, I'm, and my thing is. Just to tell her that that's that's not your home and she's and she's traveling the country with your son, taking care of him and like being his support system for you to say, well, I don't give a shit if you just had surgery. I feel like eating fish today and I don't care if you don't want your house to smell like fish. Oh, by the way, it ain't your house anyway. Child, we I we I think I would have started to swing or something because that's beyond to me that is beyond disrespect and i i don't care you know how you felt ashley was being a bitch while she was pregnant and right after her surgery where she just had your grandson you you taking it too far i was so surprised when miss phyllis said i thought you flipped a bitch and then she and I then ashley goes you flipped a bitch and then she said no, and you everybody is flipping bitches around here nobody can figure out who flipped first but yeah, it's some it, that was some definite bitch activity. And it seems to have really caused some problems or some tension between mm-hmm. Ashley and Phil and because Phil. it seems like imagine. Phil is exhausted by this. Yeah, and he wants them to resolve it, but you know what? Sometimes it's hard for women especially, There's and it gets worse if you can believe it. It oh. gets a lot worse. And let's talk about Faven. I love having her around just because, you know, her personality is so strong. I love just seeing this tiny little thing, like, hold her ground. Yeah, she really does not fake it. Yeah. She doesn't want to be fake ever. That's what I love about her. And that's why we get along so well is because I know I'm getting the real. Like, whenever I'm around her, whatever it is that she tells me, I know that's real. So let's talk about the yacht. Ashley, it's sort of like her wanting to start fresh with people. Which was she, so big of her. <laughs> she's got, you know, she knows that there's, like, this game that she, her man's playing yeah. Claudia's man. And so she's, like, just trying to bring people together a little right. bit. And then Claudia and Astrid bring Kayla. Right. Which you guys had never met Kayla before. No, never. And so what were your first impressions of Kayla? Um, I was like, Hoppo, who this woman? But, but you know what? Off bat, I dug her. I felt like she came in genuine and like open to us. Um, I think that if she would have come in with her guards up because we weren't cool with Claudia and Astrid at that point, then she might have got the business. You know, you and Astrid, as we saw on the yacht, mm-hmm. like you guys had some really unresolved stuff. Right. Um, obviously, you and Claudia haven't been that tight we saw in the reunion last year that there was a lot of tension Mm -hmm. between you guys what is that like when you um see them and hang out with them how do you like deal with that it's weird it's really weird just because you know just seeing claudia sit there and say well i've never said or done anything to to anyone i can't even say that and i feel like i i really took on the role of just trying to make everybody get along last year i can't say i was perfect so you're going to sit there with Shanae sitting on top of your head and tell me that you did absolutely nothing like that. You, that pisses you off just because you see Hensha, you know, like letting her guard down, swallowing her pride and admitting, you know, that she had some faults and she wants to make it better. Just to see Claudia sitting there like, mm, well, thanks, girl. But her, uh, I'm still perfect. Patty It's hard. It really looked like Astrid wanted to reach out to you she Mm -hmm. wanted to try to repair things with you but you also really looked like you were still hurt yeah and i i felt it i knew that she did but i also knew that 
there was no way we would be able to repair anything with Claudia in the picture. It's, it's just, it's impossible because her loyalty, which is commendable, her loyalty is just so fierce for Claudia that even when Claudia is wrong, we can't count on her to say, hey, you know what, Claudia, that shit isn't cool. And, you know, it's hard to build a friendship with, with someone who has that, you know, type of relationship with someone else. But can't, I mean... Astrid can be friends with more than one person. I would think so, but it's it's just different. Because like with Ashley and I, you know, we're best friends, but if she says or does something, I'm be like, hey, bitch, that's not cool. You know, I'll cuss her out. And she'll cuss me out. And people can see that. So people feel like we're approachable, you know, when whether we're together or we're apart. We don't get that feeling with um, Astrid and Claudia. When you when you're hanging out with Claudia, mm-hmm. like is she boring to you? Is she uninteresting? Yes, yes. But the crazy, I call her Tequila San Pedro for a reason. I've seen her fun side, but I I think that you know the relationship that she's in now, she can't be that fun girl anymore, or you know, or it comes sparingly. And that's what, because I've seen her turn up and have fun. But you don't get that whenever we're just around. I'm like, damn, girl, you can't let your hair down a little bit. Look, take Shanae. Oh, we got to talk about Shanae. Shanae, that's my homegirl. <laughs> <laughs> you said, I didn't realize a wig. I thought she would just I, dyed her I, hair. I know. I really Come wasn't on. paying attention. Ashley don't was like, nah, me. bitch, I saw the netting from whenever she was walking up i, I don't she know what wait she saw the she what? saw the netting like you see like a little net in the part part yeah in the part section yeah. and i just wasn't paying attention y'all know i can't see y'all know i need my eyes done <laughs> i don't know what i mean claudia is a beautiful girl she is with beautiful hair yeah, she's stunning. and she comes with this wig and then yeah and she was she said it was because in modeling they say that girls with darker hair sell more clothes than girls with blonde hair and that was the reasoning and i was just like okay girl hey i want to see what she is hiding under there and you guys named it shenane yeah i don't know how that happened that just that happened like pretty quickly and i just told her you know if she keep trying me i'm gonna throw shenane ass in the ocean I don't know. It just popped out. And it was so crazy to me because like two weeks later, Nicki Minaj came out with her diss track to Remy Ma and she called her Shanae. And I was like, oh, people going to think that's where I got it from. (laughs) That was the funniest thing ever to me. Oh, my God. I love that. (laughs) I I'm you know, I'm just a white boy from the Midwest. I don't I don't know how wigs work, but do they all have names? I mean, like I think so. Yeah, my friends who wear wigs, they name them all. Yeah. Yeah. So that one's Shanene. Yeah, she does Shanene. I want to just talk about the big dinner. Faven decides since she's new in town, Mm -hmm. she plans a dinner at this really. I love this restaurant. Klima. You guys are getting ready over at Ashley's house. You're like running through the girls and trying to like tell her about the different girls. And then all of a sudden, like you decide to call Ashley out. Yep. On her down pee stick. A pee stick that she hangs on to. I think for almost four years now, bro. I I don't have any kids. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I guess I can't fully relate. Mm -hmm. 
but I think it is weird. No, I think and it I feels think unsanitary. That's and that's the part. That's the part in I'm clowning drawer, her about. I feel like it's in the same drawer. It as is a like it is. It is in the same drawer with the toothbrushes. It's not okay. It's hilarious. I don't like that. I know. I just want to put it in a Ziploc bag already and, and pack it away. Ashley is like a very clean girl. Like yeah. her house is white. Yes, she's like very put together, or yeah. so it seems. That just yeah, is, she is so out of left field. Yeah, like, mm, that's just 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 her one spot. She want to keep the bee stick there, child. Let her keep it. It's her drawer, Miss Phyllis. Okay. It's hers. So uh, <laughs> now we get to Klima. Everybody's there. People are drinking. People seem to be, for the most part, yeah. like enjoying each other. Yeah. Like people are. It's interesting. You guys end up talking about Claudia and her ring. Mm-hmm. What What's your feeling about what her ring means, or if it's real, or what? I mean, you know what? It's um, to be honest, it's not even my business, and I really don't even care as much as it looks like I care. Um, but it, it 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 does like she seems a little uncomfortable whenever she talks about it. I know it it didn't feel as like she was as happy as I was when I got mine, or Ashley was when she got hers. It's something reserved behind it um, that I think we are all feeling and was trying to just figure it out and couldn't put our finger on it. So, Well, it sounds like she's got a few things. Like she had the football game, the big football game, right. uh, the NFC championship. Mm-hmm. The, she wants to deal with her house before the wedding. Right, right. She's got other things that she wants yeah. to prioritize, I guess. And I get it. I, I think it's probably um, something I'm picking. I picked up on as well because I was feeling like I got my ring, but he really wasn't going to take it to the aisle. And I had that feeling. So I would talk about, oh, well, I got to do the engagement um, party first. And, oh, and I have I have all of this stuff going. I was making excuses where when Ashley got hurt, she was like, okay, I got my ring. Look, we're going to do all this. But as soon as that is over, we're setting a date. We're planning this. It's all going because she knew Phil, you know, was ready. Right. I don't, I don't feel like Claudia feels like um, Julius is really ready. And, I mean, that's okay. The subject of bachelorette parties comes up. Right. And then you guys sort of, like, ask Claudia about hers. And then there's, like, this mm-hmm. discussion that if she doesn't have a date, she shouldn't have a bachelorette party. I don't know the rules. Well, I told y'all that. I don't know the rules. And I ain't got no ring right now, so I can't comment on uh, ring folk stuff. But I don't know. What did you think? What did you think about Faven? Like going like, no, like that just seems weird to her. I think she's hilarious. And I think the funniest part is that right before Faven said, you can see Claudia saying, well, yeah, she's married. So she's at the top of the list. Like she's kind of like the head. She, you know, is like paving the way. She tells you how it goes. And then right after that, Faven is telling her how it goes. And she like, uh-uh, bitch, who are you? You can't tell me how it goes. So, I mean, the irony is hilarious. All right, we're going to play a game. Something that happens on our show more than a lot of other people's shows is mm-hmm. that people were, will be talking, and you can't understand them. Like, right. Hensha comes yep. up with her own sort of metaphors that are all over the place. Yeah, she'll be like, it's like if you take a goat, and the goat will be saying, and I'll be like, Hensha, can you just like I know. Speak? She gets herself involved with she like do. a goat metaphor. <laughs> she doesn't know how to finish it. But she tries. She she do be trying. Uh, so here I, I've created a little game, okay. and I'm going to play you some clips from the show. And okay. you got to tell me either what they're saying or what the hell they mean. What's up, what's up? What's she saying? 
most of the clips are Hensha. Okay. Oh, my baby. <laughs> but she's fine. She'll be yeah. fine with it. So All let's right. do this first clip, Darnell. You All tell right. me what you think uh, Hensha is saying. Okay. I kind of like to flaunt them a little. They're still new. It's like buying your new Lambos. All right, what do you think? Okay, I got that one. She's talking about her boobs. She's saying that the boobs are new, and, and she references buying a new Lambo it's like having new boots. <laughs> okay, all right, next one. Here's a good one. Memorable. Oh, memorable. That's cute. That's my baby Hancher child. She tried to say memorable, but, you know, she put the emphasis somewhere else. Memorable. Oh. Memorable. <laughs> Who's that? Memorable. Oh, memorable. That's all like I even know. A memorial. <laughs> Bitch, I ain't dead. I'm such an asshole. I don't even remember saying that. <laughs> she, okay, here's here's one more. Let's see here. Um, now, you know, what do Greek people say when they have a celebratory moment? Opa? Right. Oh, I got that right. Okay, I'm so, so smart. Listen to this one right here. Henny V. Whoopa. You know what? She just she just put a little remix on it. That's all right. You know, it's just it's <laughs> she just add a little Haitian twang to it. It's a good <laughs> Here's another good one from okay. Hensha. Let's see if you can get this one. Oh, you guys, there's, there's, there's a bad bread in this whole situation. Oh my God. It's a bad bread. Oh, uh. <laughs> I'm going to play that one more time because this is just it's this a is bad bread. Like, what is she saying here? Hold on, what is the saying? It's a there's a I don't know. There is no such saying as there's a bad bread. No, like if you have a batch of something, egg, a, a bad apple, a bad apple, spoils I think is what I'm thinking. Like, bad egg, bad egg. <laughs> so she no, just had yeah, another breakfast. Yeah. She, she said you bread. You know, Hensha be hungry. You know, she just like, and the bitch do love bread. Okay, so I want to play know, it again. I want to play it again. <laughs> but you guys, there's, there's, there's a bad bread in this whole situation. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, here's, here's another one. Here's another one. This is so great. See, strike one. This is strike three today. Strike four, home run. You know what it is. You get your ass beat. Damn, I didn't even know there was a strike four in baseball. <laughs> And she just creates her own stuff, man. She, hey, she make the rules. Hey, strike one. This is strike three today. Strike four, home run. You know what it is. You get your ass beat. She giving a lot of chances, a lot of strikes. I like her game. I know All right, I well love that, I mean, it's kind of a game. It's just kind of a way for us to have fun. I mean, yeah. we love Hensha. I know. One of one of her most charming qualities is that she mixes her metaphors. I know. I love she, it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's so, it's so part of her charm. All right, Darnell, where can people find you online? You can find me on Instagram at Darnell Nicole, and that's Twitter as well. And Snapchat, Darnell underscore Nicole. Check out my website, DearDarnell.com. Thank you so much for coming Thanks on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Juby. I know. I really love having you here as our first guest. I it know. is so great. Thanks for having me. I had so much fun with you, as usual. Well, it's going to be a huge season. Yeah, it is. You've got to make sure that you're watching every single week. Yes. Wags Miami, and Stay then after tuned. that is Wags yeah. Los Angeles, and we got another Wags, Wags coming up Atlanta. after that. Wags Atlanta. That should be crazy. You better believe it. So, Darnell, <laughs> thank you so much for coming in. Yes, thanks for having me. You're listening to Clapback, the official WAGS podcast. What time is it? What, what time is it? Producer Roundtable. What, 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 what?
Welcome to the Producer Roundtable for episode one, season two of Wags Miami. I'm going to go around the room. We've got a, a great crew of producers here for this episode. I'll start here on my left. I'm Jen Manley, and I story produce 201. Grant Rickard. I'm the co-executive producer of Wags Miami. Kim Donnan. I'm also a co-executive producer of Wags Miami. We saw the episode. We know what happened. It was exciting. Who wants to lead us off? What was your initial feeling about the episode? You know, the hardest part is in the interim, like when it's shot and then we make it and then it airs, kind of all shit hits the fan and the girls start tweeting and all that stuff. So one of our first very scenes shooting was the yacht and they could not wait to get out all their grievances. Every tweet, they someone tweeted everything that was said, they unleashed. Those women came in hot. <laughs> they came in on that yacht hot. You know, obviously we knew about the Ashley and Claudia stuff. That's still percolating. We saw that in season one. Um, but then to, to also throw in, you know, another wrench between Darnell and Astrid. Um, I just, I thought it was fabulous. I actually thought that people would be a little bit more on their best behavior because there was a new girl entering the group. Claudia brought Kayla into the situation and I really and in the beginning because I was there for filming on this yacht it lasted for hours and at the, in the beginning everybody was sort of being on their best behavior this is the first time many of them were meeting Kayla and so it was like oh this is gonna be a nice day out on the water no but it's also like oh new shiny toy okay met that one now let's get to the right. real deal like don't care about <laughs> Kayla like I'll deal with her later I'll have a convo with her over wine later on <laughs> and there was a new girl Oh, you mentioned, but there was also a new wig. <laughs> a new oh wig. God. Grant, when you saw the footage coming back and you saw that wig for the first time, what was your initial reaction? I felt some kind of way about that wig. Um, I thought Claudia looked really great last season, and I know she says it's for work, and I thought it was a very interesting comment that she said. The justification for the wig is that the website that she models for, girls are more likely to click on a photo of a, of a model with brunette hair than with blonde hair. Maybe the brunette makes it more relatable or whatever. And, you know, I, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't, I don't know you if don't I believe I don't know if I believe it or like that's, I, I'm not, I don't know. I just, I just wish the wig had more personality <laughs> and I'm all for like her mixing it up, like, you know, changing it, but it's just like, it just felt it didn't feel like there was much effort put into it. Black girls know they were saying like it wasn't, the edges weren't right, it wasn't, the baby hairs weren't out. <laughs> like she, you know, she's a Latina. She don't normally wear wigs. She did it wrong. Well, it's okay. And, and I'll be honest with you, you know, I love Claudia and I do want to try and get her on this show so she can respond to the wig <laughs> controversy. Allegations. But there's also a part of me that knows that Claudia's like, whatever, like, I do what I want. Like, you guys can sit there and judge me, or you can call it shenane, you can do whatever well, yeah. you want, but and, I'm living my life. And, and now we're all talking about Claudia and her wig. So, like, right. mission accomplished. Right. right. Purpose yeah. was served. <laughs> yes. I know if I had that bling-bling ring that Claudia has, and I lived in a 9,000-square-foot home. You'd have a Beyonce wig. Yeah, totally. I would love to see you, Kim, in a Beyonce <laughs> wig. Yeah. Uh, Next Monday. So we'll, we'll, we'll move past the wig for now. I feel like, again, I want to bring the wig in here. I think the, the wig actually has a publicist that I've been exchanging <laughs> phone calls with, so we'll hopefully get the wig on the show. But I also want to talk about the other new cast members, as long as we're talking about new mm -hmm. cast members. So we got Kayla 
and we got Faven. So Kayla was on the yacht, and then Faven is a friend of Darnell's that's uh, trying to. Corey wants her to spend more time in Miami because his family uh, is from Miami. So, what do we think? Just initially, what did you think, Grant, when when the footage was coming back with the new cast members? You know, they they came into the show, and we weren't really sure what the dynamic was going to be, and like you know each camp basically has a new member and now those new members don't like each other and they're the wives so like they're already top of the top I'm sorry my money's on Faven Uh, (laughs) she is a hot tamale okay and she definitely gets spicy but Kayla's got a lot of confidence and I have to say like even from the boat scene which we happened to just skip over the nip slip okay Uh, that was amazing by the way and her reaction to it was like oh was it bad was it real out you know she wasn't like ashamed about it she just wanted to know more about what it looked like and how much she was actually showing I think it's probably a, a thing that happens to her a lot I was going to say, the thing you don't know, and this is like behind the scene, gem, in several scenes, you know, they wear the mics and they have the tape and stuff. There was at least three or four scenes yeah. where she would be like, oh, shit, is my nipple out? Oh, my God. Her nipple like- makes multiple appearances <laughs> and not all of them end up in the series. Right. Are they paid appearances? We should check. We should check. <laughs> Ashley just a little bit because of course we all saw the Ashley Claudia drama we know that these girls are oil and water they don't mix but I want to talk about the two weddings so like Claudia has was proposed to she's got the the ring Ashley's got the ring and at dinner at this restaurant called Klima there's a discussion about bachelorette parties Mm. and who should be able to have a bachelorette party and Ashley and Faven come yeah. down on the side of like Faven especially. You have to have a date for there your are, wedding. There's rules. There's yeah, rules. There, there's I, no rules. <laughs> I agree. I'm actually completely with Faven on this. Like, I feel like, why do you think you can have a bachelorette weekend and there's not even a date set? Yeah. I don't yep. think you can plan the bachelorette party before you have a date. I'm not spending money to go to someone's bachelorette party and getting them a gift and all that brouhaha if there's not a date for a real wedding exactly. that is going to happen. I think otherwise, it's I think like, the rules are the rules. Yeah, rules are the rules for a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, but these girls are much younger than we are, so maybe there's maybe the new generation uh, decides. Uh, I'm sorry, you don't know how old I am? <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought you were all with the rest of us in our late 70s. Um, okay. I am 25, thank you. <laughs> well, anyway, I, I don't know who's going to win that battle, but the march is on for Ashley's wedding, and she's not going to let anything slow her down. She's heading straight there, and we saw a dinner Except between... maybe for Phil's mother. I was just... Thank you. Phyllis, who is my new favorite character want, right there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Phyllis. Miss Phyllis. Phyllis. And that, again, another gift. Another gift. Another gift. And guess what? Phyllis also had a ring. You you failed to mention it's not just Claudia versus Ashley. Phyllis is in that mix, too. Phyllis got engaged after season one. That's right. But was it a shut-up ring for Phyllis? <laughs> no, no. That's a legit ring. That's a legit ring. No, but she's been with the same guy for like 15 years, so it's quite interesting that you decide to get married right before your son does. Just saying. I know. What is up with that? I already saw, as we saw in episode one, there's some definite like issues between Ashley and Miss Phyllis. There's some monster-in-law stuff happening. I love a good monster-in-law. <laughs> and, and this is prime. Like, I think she's, like, the perfect example. And Ashley, again, it's it's interesting to see Ashley through a new lens. Because it's like, you know, Ashley's usually, like, the sassy, you know, like, she'll talk back. She's in charge, blah, blah, blah. And, like, Phyllis kind of puts her in her place. And this is, like, a new side of Ashley that we've not seen before. And it's incredible. 
If I thought that Ashley had no filter, I had not yet met Phyllis. Because Phyllis has zero filter and she gives zero fucks. Mm. Well, and all I can say is this is what, poor Phil. Like he's got Phyllis and he's got Ashley. He loves a strong woman, obviously. Yes. <laughs> he yeah. does. He does. But I feel like Phil is fine. Phil is fine. He's got a Phil hot. Is fine. He's yeah, he is. But he's got a hot fiance. She's whip smart. She's trying to build her own business. Mm-hmm. He's got a great career for himself. He, you know, he went to the Super Bowl. Like he's Phil is fine. If you got some difficult mother, got some drama at home, but yeah, yeah, I feel like yeah. We didn't have a lot of reaction shots from Phil as Phyllis and Ashley are going at it. What? No, he doesn't react. He doesn't react. (laughs) Maybe he enjoys it. (laughs) I I get the impression he's had a lifetime of zoning Phyllis out and knows just exactly how to do it. Phyllis has carried on for a long time, and he knows he goes to his special place. He goes to his happy place. (laughs) Phil's chill. Phil is chill. All right, let's move along here. Darnell comes back into the scene. She went through a really tough season last year. You know, Rashad asked for the ring back. And when the cameras catch back up with her, I don't know that she's jumping into the dating scene, really. It feels like she's still got some open wounds that she's trying to uh, let heal. I mean, I just... Who doesn't love Darnell? Like, I mean, this is... Like, you just want the best for Darnell. She went through hell last season. And if she needs a minute to, before she starts dating, then that's fine. She's a real girl who's well, like, and remember, well, I gotta she, get straight. I gotta figure myself out before I can make someone happy. She's not just like, oh, I gotta find the next man to take care of me. No. Well, and and she was with Rashad before he signed a contract. Mm-hmm. So like, there, that is that is the bit College. of a difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that she saw him like before NFL. Let's talk about Hensha, Matisha, and Astrid, right? right. They are all just like, ready to wag (laughs) sort of going back to what we were saying earlier like this life that happens off camera and like I think one of the things that is sort of surprising that I thought was this friendship that blossomed between Darnell and Astrid and and how they became close and between Darnell and Hensha and that sort of like upset the dynamic between Hensha and Matisha a little bit right because you know when these The wag circle was sort of there. Like, all these girls knew who each other were. Some were closer than others. And then, of course, that you start shooting together, and some people get close that you wouldn't have expected to be close. You know, you knew that that Darnell and Ashley were always going to be best friends, and Claudia and Astrid and and Hensha and Matisha. But when they start mixing and becoming closer, those dynamics change. It's it's really fun to watch. And you're right. Yeah, off-camera... You know, uh, Hensha and Darnell's friendship really started to blossom. And I'm wondering how that might be affecting Matisha because, you know, Hensha's sort of the loud one, Matisha's sort of the quiet one, one balances the other out. So if Matisha starts losing Hensha to Darnell, how might that affect her? Well, also, like, Hensha's kind of a wild cannon. And is Darnell going to be a good influence on her? Right. I mean, is, is Darnell going to be partying more because let's face it Hensha likes her Hennessy. I think that we saw some moments from Hensha where she gets really emotional and really real and raw and you see that she does want other things for her life outside of the partying and the going out and a different guy every night. I mean I think she wants to settle down. I think she but thinks I think she also she's doesn't there. really understand what that entails maybe. Yeah. Yeah, like she thinks she's she thinks she's there right. but mentally she's almost there. 
But she right. needs to catch up with her own. Like she thinks she's I'm ready to settle down, but her actions actually don't support that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Let's just talk quickly about Darnell and Ashley because Darnell's not engaged. She's finding herself back in the dating scene, but Ashley is is ascending the hierarchy, as we like to say. She's heading towards being a wife. Are they being real in the sense that it seems like it doesn't bother them? Do you think that's honest? Do you, or do you think there's a tinge of Darnell saying, you know what, that really was supposed to be me? In all honesty, I actually think that, I think that there was some sadness maybe on Darnell's part, but I don't think it was, I wish it were me, not her. I think that she was very happy for her friend, but sad for herself. Totally. Yeah, I think they've got a very healthy friendship and like they can genuinely be and are supportive of one another and can still at the same time be like, you know, a year ago I was I had the ring, you know, or whatever. Like I think she can be remorseful about it and not have that take away from her excitement for her friend. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think only because it's rooted in such a real friendship does it not play into the hierarchy of things. If yeah. it was another girl, if it was Claudia and Ashley or anyone else it would be like I lost my ring she got her ring Mm -mm." she's a better person than I am I'm telling you it would it would eat away at me because it's not just about the ring and it's not just about the hierarchy it's about this idea you have for your life and the timeline that you want to be on Mm -hmm. and one thing we didn't mention is you know right at the start we have these two girls that we know don't like each other, Ashley and Claudia, and in the WAG world, their men are battling it out. You know, Phil is and Julius are up for the Super Bowl, and that's kind of remarkable that we're shooting this show about athletes, and we have two battling to be in the biggest game of the year. And what does that do to the women who are there by their side who already don't like each other, and their men are battling that was perfect. it out? I could not believe it, but I thought to myself when I was watching it that... This is such a wag problem. You know what I mean? Like this is specific to wags that you're that you would be having uh, a beef with another girl and your men would be carrying it out in a physical way on the football field. Mm-hmm. Like that's fascinating. It's to like me. of all the wags in all the world, they had to go against each other. It's like <laughs> it was perfect. I know right. it's so cool. <laughs> I wonder what the guys thought of all of that. I wonder if they were like, "Oh, this is just some BS fight between two women." Like you know, they're probably, I mean, obviously the stakes are much higher for them and they're looking at it in a much grander macro way than like, oh, I better win for my woman, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. But I wonder if there was a conversation like, yeah, Ashley's a bitch, you got a beer man, you know? I just wonder what that pillow talk was like, Right, you know? and knowing Ashley and Phil and what we've talked about their dynamic, I wonder if she was like, Phil, you better damn better win this game. Like, holy shit, you better win this game. The oh. added pressure. <laughs> All right, final thoughts, anybody? Going ones? Wait, wait, wait. Whose ring was bigger, Claudia's or Ashley's? I didn't, you saw him in oh, person. I don't remember. I didn't see him. In- we only saw shots of them. So what What was the feeling that the rings had? Well, if you rings- had to pick one <laughs> ring, Drew. You want me to land on wh- something. Which ring would you have picked for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well, when I get married, I want... An emerald cut. Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I can't remember what Claudia's look like. I really can't. Hmm. I, 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 sounds uh, shady to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't see it that much. I think it was pretty big. Yeah, I think yeah. pretty big. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the part that blows me away. Is the, the, the size of these rings. I know. And, and now it's like, because everybody watches reality TV, I feel like right, you know, girls that don't have husbands making millions upon millions of dollars are still expecting these huge... Diamond. Yeah, I want a huge diamond. You do. And I want an athlete, so anyone that's really 
liking this voice, Jen Manley. You can find me. Okay. That's Jen, Jen with Cal- two N's. <laughs> yeah, I'll have you know. Yes. And she'll go for hockey players as well. <laughs> yeah, right. missing teeth. It's fine. You oh, know? really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just as long as they have a bank account and know hockey how to players up. have good bots. All right, you guys, thanks so much for doing the producer roundtable. See you next week. I only have one question. Here's a little unsolicited advice. All right, let's go. Hey, Wes Miami fans, it's Aubrey Grammer, and I just wanted to chime in on the whole Phil and Ashley situation. His mom is really being mean to her, and I think that. She is in a little bit of competition because Phil is the son and Ashley's a new wife and, you know, maybe she feels like she's stepping in on her toes. So I feel like she's taking it all out on Ash and it's just not fair. But Ashley's being respectful, which she should continue to be, and she's right to talk to Phil and tell him, like, hey, you got to talk to your mom because the mom is really being mean and bashing her, and that's not right. That's not fair. All right, I just want to leave my two cents. Love the show. Night. You're listening to Clapback, the official WAGS podcast. Thanks, Aubrey, for giving us a call. And if you want to sound off about anything you saw on the show or something maybe you read online or you just want to give our cast some unsolicited advice, you should call our number too. It's the on-air clapback voicemail, and it's a chance for you to talk directly to the WAGs themselves. Just call 310-299-2961. Wait for that little British lady's voice to finish, and then message away. We'll play the best ones on the air right here. It's the clapback on-air voicemail at 310-299-2961. Call at any time. They follow me on Twitter. They follow me on Twitter. Tweet on the street. Twitter. 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 Follow me on Twitter. All right, let's check out the tweets from this week. Sam I Am says, watching Wags Miami talking about Falcons versus Packers. We don't need to bring that game back up. Ugh. Someone's frustrated about that loss. And when I wrote back to her and asked her if you think they jinxed the game, Sam I Am replied, well, for one, Claudia should be decked out in her Packer gear, and she ain't. Doesn't she know how Packer fans dress? I agree. I was like, mm, you got to pull for your man a little bit harder than that. At Wags T says, me and Darnell got beef. What is that about? I want to know what Wags T and Darnell have beef over. You'll have to fill me in on that. At DJ says, at Clapback Wags, I found my new favorite podcast. Yay, I'm glad you're on board. You can listen every week. And Keisha at She Is I, I Am Her says, that wig. Claudia in that wig. Um, girl. Hashtag Wags Miami. You guys, I think we all came really hard at her uh, at this wig. And I feel like it's not going to end because I happen to know that the wig turns up again. Get ready. It's Wiggate 2017. At XO Lady Axo writes, all that food for two people? I actually got a little bit of it myself when we were shooting that day. It was so good. And at Love Taylor says, new girl said she was white mixed with Native American. Hmm. She gives a little side eye there. Wait a second. You don't believe her? Why would Kayla make that up? She's, she's just telling you what her nationality is. There's no reason to give side-eye to that. And finally, at Naturally Danny writes, Why is it so hard for men to stand up to their mothers when it comes to their relationship? 
I don't know, but we're going to find out this season if Phil really can stand up to his mom, if Ashley decides that she's ready to put her foot down, or if Phyllis is going to rule the day. All right, those are the tweets from this week. Keep them coming, and make sure you leave a message on the on-air clapback voicemail. Remember, you can sound off about anything you saw on the show, questions for the WAGs, and most importantly, give them some of your best advice. Just call us, 310-299-2961, and we'll play the best ones on the air. In the meantime, reach out to us on social media at clapbackwags on Twitter. It's clapbackwags on Instagram. Email us at clapbackwags at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Clapback, the official Wags podcast, right now on iTunes. That's all for now. We'll see you next week. Clap back.